Welcome to the LHA Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the message today. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit lhachurch.com. Man, I love Jesus with all my heart. I love Jesus with all my heart, with everything. He is so good. He is so incredible. And uh, there's just nobody like him. I want to pray this morning. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Father, for your presence. I thank you for the opportunity to worship you. And, Lord God, I just pray over your word right now, Lord God. God, let it speak to us. Holy Spirit, work in this place. Work through me, Lord God, I pray, Father. And, God, in everything, all the glory, all the honor will go to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Well, Pastor had mentioned last week as he started the three-week series on the Holy Spirit. And uh, today I want to preach about how the Holy Spirit helps you in your everyday life. And I'll be honest with you, I was talking to somebody this morning, and I would have to be preaching for three days straight, 24 hours a day, just to try to cover just a little bit of what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. So a lot of times we don't even realize how the Holy Spirit impacts us, how the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us every single day. It's, it's, it's the only Listen, it's the only way, the Holy Spirit's the only way that we're going to live free from sin. I said the Holy Spirit is the only way that we're going to live free from sin. The Holy Spirit is the only way that we're going to say no to the worldly desires that are all around us. It says that in the Word of God. It says it right there that if we live according to the Spirit, if we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our life day after day, then it says we will not. It doesn't say we might not. It, might, it doesn't say maybe, but it says we will not gratify the desires of our flesh. And how many know the best life we can live on this earth is free of sin with the blood of Jesus covering? Come on. I said that's the best life that we can live on this earth is free of sin with the blood of Jesus covering us. And so today we're just going to talk. And like I said, um, this was actually really hard because I was praying. I was like, Jesus, uh, how in the world am I supposed to? to in just one, one Sunday preach about what the Holy Spirit does in our daily life. And so I just um, asked the Holy Spirit to guide me, and I just picked a few today that we're going to go through of what the working of the Holy Spirit is in our daily life. And in John chapter 16, verse 7, and then we're going to skip down through 12 through 15, it says this, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Now how many know the disciples were like, at that point, when Jesus told them that, I, I mean, they probably weren't understanding too well. And they're like, in what way or what form, Jesus? We're, we're going to have to bring some correction to you, Jesus, right now, okay? In what way or what form is it to our benefit that you leave? I could just imagine what was going through their mind and the disciples as Jesus was explaining this to them. But he says this, unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And then you go down to verse 12, and it says, I have much more to say to you, more that you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will receive, 
from me what he will make known to you. How many are thankful that we have a helper, that we have an advocate in our day? Come on. How many know we need help? Oh, come on now. I said, how many know we need help? We need help a lot. And I'm telling you what, um, in, in, in my life, you know, Jesus knew I was going to need some help. Um, I just seem to always get myself in trouble, whether I'm catching myself on fire. Um, you know, I, I mean, the, the list can go on and on. And it's just crazy, all of the things that I'm just like, I can't tell you how many times I'm just like, oh, Jesus, I need you right now. I was over, we had our, uh, um, over the wintertime, we had our, our New Year's kind of like, we went to like midnight and had a party and all this kind of stuff. And uh, so we were all closing up. We had one student that we were still waiting on their parents to pick him up. And so being the good pastor I am, I decided I'm going to make one final check, make sure everything's clean, make sure everything's done. Well, the, the door to the fellowship hall on this side, we keep the one door open all week. It's always open. It's never closed. So in my mind, routine, it's open. Well, you know, I thought it was smart to walk back through the building with no lights on. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be fine. It's going to be perfectly fine. And I'm going to go, and I'll go, and I'll walk and flip the lights like I do every single day when I get here. It's go walk. Well, this time, somehow through the process, the other door on the left was left open, but the door by the lights was closed. And I proceeded to walk in stride, heading right towards the light switch there. And I ran into that door right on the edge, and I split my lip wide open. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I should have got stitches, but I took care of it and glued it together myself. But <laughs> Colton, am I exaggerating? No. I brought Colton in and said, look at the, into the bathroom, and I pulled it apart, and he's like, oh. And so, matter of fact, I could still feel the cut with my tongue on my lips. It'll probably be the rest of my life, like all the rest of the scars. Uh, but anyway, and, and so I'm bleeding, and I'm, I'm bleeding, and I'm bleeding. And, and finally, the, the parent come, uh, they come and, uh, and pick up their kid. And I was taking a couple of Howley's friends home. Well, in the midst of me trying to, trying to get cleaned up, um, Howley was in the lobby, and, and Katie just had this little tiny ball that I gave away that night, and she threw the ball up, and Hallie just kind of jumped up, and she came. She sprained her ankle really bad. So here I am. I'm bleeding, and now I come out here, and she's crying on the ground, and I told her to grow up and stop crying. No, I, did, I just, <laughs> that would be bad. I would never do that. But anyway, and, and so I was trying to comfort her and all this kind of stuff, and so by this time, it was around 1.30 in the morning, and, and her big brother, Jake, and he is a big boy, he picked her up and carried her out to the car and set her in the front seat uh, beside me. So I went and took the, the twins home to Gas City, and then it's like 1.30, 1.40 in the morning. I start heading home, and I get over there, and I start going by Richards, and all of a sudden, I see flashing lights behind me. <laughs> Come on, Jesus! I'm sitting here with the blood-soaked towel on my lip, and my daughter is in the seat next to me, bawling and crying. I'm going to have to call a pastor to come bail me out of jail. That was my very first thought. 
was like, okay, Jesus, I'm going to need your help. Matter of fact, I pulled out my phone and got it ready to either call Jeff or Josh to say, I'm going to need your help. I, I need you guys to give testimony um, that I'm not a bad guy. So he comes up, shines his light on me, and I'm holding my lip with blood completely filled in a rag. And what's going on here tonight? <laughs> it's just my life. That's all. I started to try to explain to him, and I got a few words in, and he took the flashlight, shined it on my daughter's face, stopped me, said, you look pretty upset. Can you tell me what's going on tonight? And I'm like, dear Jesus, he think that I beat my daughter, (laughs) that she punched me back in the lip. (laughs) All of this stuff is going on. And I thank God that night for my sheriff's chaplain badge that was hanging on my mirror. (laughs) Because I had testimony that I was about ready to tell him that I really was a pastor, and I just came from from an all-night youth party, and here's what happened. And so I told him this story, and I'm sure they've heard every story in the book. But I thank Jesus and the Holy Spirit for being my helper that night because he came back. Well, it looks like everything checked out. Uh, you know, with your license and all this kind of stuff. He says, looks like you have a lot to handle. I'll go ahead and send you on your way. By the way, I just got pulled over for a license plate light. So just to let you know, but yeah, I don't speed. And so anyway, we need help sometimes. I found in my life I need help all the time. I'm always in situations that are just unbelievable. And Jesus knew, and he always has known, that we are going to need help in our daily life with him. He knew that every day we were going to walk through a life and through a world that at every side was trying to tear us down, that every side it was trying to grab us. We had an enemy that every day was going to set traps for us and was just hoping that we would just have one day where we weren't holding close to Jesus. That way he could trap us and get something in our life and begin to hold on to us and put chains around us. Jesus knew we were going to need a helper. This helper is going to lead us. The Holy Spirit is going to lead us and guide us in our life. It says in the scripture that, that he, that we just read that, he will show us the truth. Man, we need to know that. Come on now. We need to know the truth. We need to know the truth. He's going to show us through the word of God. How many, how many has ever been at the point where you're just doing your devotions and you're just reading and all of a sudden you just feel the Holy Spirit begin pouring the truth of the word into your spirit? How many's ever been there? You're reading it, and then all of a sudden, man, you could just feel the Holy Spirit just showing that's right, right there. Here's what this means right here. It begins to show you the truth. The Holy Spirit, every single day, is going to lead us in truth. Every single day, the Holy Spirit is going to walk with us and help us determine what the truth is. What, what is What is this? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it wrong? Is it right? And the Holy Spirit will guide us in everything we do. Because when we rely upon ourselves or anything else to determine that, we're, we're done. I'm just telling you right now, you have no chance. You have no chance if you decide for yourself to put yourself in the place of what the Holy Spirit is supposed to do in your life. The Holy Spirit will guide you and lead you in truth. He will show you what's right or wrong. He will show you which way to go. He will give you truth every single day in your life. He will bring wisdom into your life. How many people need wisdom? All the time. 
in this life that we live. We have choices, some little, some big. We have choices all the time that we need wisdom. And I know I'm just, I'm going to share this because nobody knows or anybody will ever know who these people are. So I'm going to share this. I'm going to, my, my daughter and my son-in-law had called me a while back ago and they were, they uh, were the youth pastors. They work, uh, you know, full-time jobs, but they were youth pastoring. And, and uh, you know, she, they, she called me and said, dad, really, really need your advice on something. Really need your, your help with something. Because uh, where they were at and where they were youth pastoring, what they found out is that as if as they were in the office, as they were working throughout their day, what they found out was the, the senior pastor and another pastor, that it was not uncommon during the workday for them to swear and cuss in the office. And they were very public about their drinking habits. And so, as time went on, it just, be, it just kind of wore on them, wore on them. And they're like, what do we do? What do we do? We don't know what to do, Dad. We love the teenagers. We, we love what we're doing. But yet, we're, we're under an authority that we've never been under before. How many know, no matter what the situation is, if you ask, the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you? I explained to her. I explained to her, you know, here's, if it was me and if I was in your case, here's what I would do. Um, you know, they took that step. They were honest. They talked to the, the staff and, and all of this, but things just continued to happen, continued to happen. And then they got to a point where, you know, hey, you know what? We have to make a decision, and we need you, Holy Spirit. And it broke their heart, but they had to make a decision because honestly and truthfully, if the leadership is going the wrong direction, you're not going to have much luck. Okay? I thank God for Pastor Jerry and Sister Paula. I want to tell you, I had never once heard a foul thing come out of either one of their mouths. I had never once seen anything that would go against their character ever. In the 11 and a half years I've been here, I have not seen one single thing. That's it. I mean, one, one time he did say my office was too dirty and it hurt me pretty bad. <laughs> but I'm a youth pastor. It's supposed to be like that. But I've not seen nothing. And I thank God for that. He will give us wisdom when life brings us tough choices and decisions. He's going to bring us wisdom. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 through 11 says this. Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived, neither the sexual, immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. One thing that the Holy Spirit does is the Holy Spirit will sanctify us and not only sanctify us, but take us through a process of sanctification. You know, we are sanctified by the blood of Jesus. We were, how many know we're all full of sin? This was just a small list 
uh, of the sins. You know, the word of God talks about how, how men um, will in, try to invent more ways of doing wrong. They'll try to seek out doing more ways of wrong. We are full of sin. And, and the Bible said we, that was us. Everything that the list that was just read, he says that's who we were. We're all full of sin, every single one of us. But Jesus washed away that sin. And at that moment, in that very time when the blood of Jesus came into our life, we were sanctified at that point that the sins that we committed were no longer held against us. We were free. And day after day, the Holy Spirit then will lead us into a life of righteousness and holiness. The Holy Spirit is going to be that one that every single day, because how many know sometimes when you get saved and you've been living in a sin for a long time, how many know that that draw, that temptation of that sin is strong? It is strong. But the Holy Spirit in your life is going to be the one, when you surrender, when you listen to the Holy Spirit, he's going to teach you, he's going to show you how to live. When you surrender to him, the Holy Spirit will lead us in a process of daily sanctification. Because it was never God's plan in his salvation plan. It was never his plan for him to forgive us of our sins so that, we continue to, so that we can continue to live in those sins. That is not the gospel. That is not the gospel at all. He came not only to forgive all of our past sins, but he also came and through the Holy Spirit gave us a way to live away from those sins for the rest of our life. He gave us that through the gift of the Holy Spirit to sanctify us, to take, you know, how many has to be, how many honestly, you know, some people, oh, it's your conscience and, and you know, all this kind, you know, people call it that. But how many before, honestly, you're giving your life to Jesus and then something comes up and then you feel the Holy Spirit saying, don't do that. I, I'm, let's be honest, how many have been there where the, you know the Holy Spirit has spoke to you and said, don't, no, don't go there. Don't go there. And it's not, it's never with Jesus. It's never been about rules and do's and don'ts. It's about freedom and slavery. Because he knows sin only leads to death. And he knows righteousness and holiness only leads to life. He knows that. He knows as our father, he knows exactly even the smallest thing that will end up destroying our life. He knows. So it's not out of do's and don'ts. It's purely out of his amazing, overwhelming love that the Holy Spirit, he'll speak through the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will say, no, 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 don't do that. Don't go there. Don't, don't be a part of that. How many of you, uh, you might have been invited to go somewhere, and you didn't know anything that was going to happen, but you felt a check in your spirit about going? How many ever been there? Come on. There's a conversation that starts with somebody, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit checks you. Come on. And you're like, okay, I need to get out of this conversation. Listen, these are all examples of how the Holy Spirit will help you in your daily life. He will sanctify us. He will lead us to the Father. He will lead us to a life of holiness and righteousness that can only be obtained through the Holy Spirit. 
No other way can it be obtained but through the working of the Holy Spirit day after day after day in our life. There's so many times, there's so many times where even in situations that it did, nothing seemed wrong on the outside, but I felt something in my spirit. I felt something. And I backed away from a situation. And then it wasn't a day or two later that I heard that this and this happened. That if I had not backed away from that situation, I could have been right in the middle of it. How many, come on, how many have been there? I want, I want to testify how many have been there. Listen, oh my goodness, thank you. Thank you for your protection, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. I've told you before. And I was hanging out when I was a teenager with, with, the, with the wrong guys. The wrong guys. And, and, and one night I was just kind of laying in bed and I, you know, I just, I was feeling shame and I was feeling guilt. And overwhelmingly, I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me that if I do not tomorrow change the way I was living, and if tomorrow I do not end those relationships, then I'm going to be in big trouble. And I, I mean, I'm telling you guys, it scared me so bad. It scared me so bad that next day I went up and I went to those guys' houses and I told them, I said, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me that I can no longer be friends with you guys. I no longer can hang out with you guys. I can't do it. I can't do it. And it wasn't three months later that all three of those guys were arrested. In the shortest term that they served, one guy, the shortest term was nine years in prison. Nine years. The, the rest of the, the other two served longer. Thank you for sanctifying me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for guiding me. Thank you. Thank you for sanctifying me. Every day, listen, don't ignore the Holy Spirit. Listen, the Holy Spirit shows us, and there's so many times that we don't understand it at the moment, but like I said, a day or two later or even a week or a month later, we can look back and say, oh, my goodness, that was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. He will sanctify us in our daily walk. Romans chapter 5, verse 3 through 5 says this. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's, listen to this, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. I want you to know today that God pours out. How many has ever been at a point where you felt the love of God in your life? I want you to know the scripture teaches us and shows us that God pours out his love through the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. His love, those times when you felt alone, but you felt the love of God, that has all come from the Holy Spirit, that God pours his love into our life through his Holy Spirit. We all need the love of God in our lives. We all need his mercy. We all need his grace. But listen, I want you to know that when you're hurting, when you're hurting, he is there. 
When you're hurting, the Holy Spirit will pour God's love into your life. When you're at that point to where you're just not sure what to do, where to go, I want you to know that he is there. The Holy Spirit has not left you. He is there to help you in your daily life, in your daily walk, no matter what it is that we go through. When we are suffering, I want you to know that he is there. When we are suffering and we're walking, the Holy Spirit has not left us. The Holy Spirit is there pouring God's love out day after day after day after day. That's what he does. Listen, when your heart has been broken, he is there. When your heart has been broken, he is there. He is there. He is there. I know many times, and I know many people in here, how many how many here have lost a mom or a dad? Or even both? All of you guys in here that raise your hand, most of you guys in here can testify and understand and know that there is just times where you'll smell something and you're like, that smells like mom's cooking. Or I'll go out in the garage and I'll open up my hunting clothes and then boom, just because that's my dad, it smells like my dad. And how many knows in, in those times and stuff just breaks your heart because you miss them so much. You miss being with them. But I want to tell you over and over and over and over again, the Holy Spirit pours out his love, the love of the Father, even when you're brokenhearted, even when you're hurting, he is always there. He is always there. And you know as well as I do, um, when you lose a loved one, when you lose a mom or a dad, it's not a year recovery time. It's the rest of your life. The rest of your life, until we're all together with Jesus, you're going to have those moments of broken heart and missing them. But I want to tell you that you are not alone. He is there. When you have fallen flat on your face, he is there. When you make mistakes, he is there. And through the Holy Spirit, God's love will shine in our life even when we mess up. Even when we mess up, the Holy Spirit and the love of God is there. Is there. He never leaves us. When we feel alone, he is there. God poured out his love through the Holy Spirit that works in you, that lives in you every day, every day in our daily life, the Holy Spirit is working in our life. And I told you guys that the list of all that the Holy Spirit does is so much, so, I, I mean, I, it's, it's hard to even put your, your mind around it because of not only that, but the spiritual gifts that he pours out in our lives every day. You know, I, uh, the Holy Spirit, many times, I've, I've just been walking in, and I see somebody that I've never seen before, and I'll go to them, and through the Holy Spirit, I'll speak something in their life. I knew nothing about them, but I'll speak something into their life that they are completely amazed and have no clue how in the world did you know that. The Holy Spirit works his gifts through us 
He sanctifies us. He's our helper. He's our advocate. He pours out the love of God into our life every single day. And in John chapter 14, verse 25 to 26, says this, All this I have spoken while still with you. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. I will teach you, will teach you all things. The teacher, the Holy Spirit, the teacher, will teach you through many ways in our daily life. I, I said, and I made reference earlier, how many times have we been in the word of God and we could just feel and sense the Holy Spirit speaking to us a truth that we need to hear out of the word of God. Listen, the Holy Spirit, as you read the word of God, he will teach you, he will show you, he will guide you through the word of God. I promise you. You know, I've had many times people ask me, how do I know, how do I know it's the Holy Spirit speaking to me. It's God speaking to me. How do I know? How many's ever been there? Come on now. I, all of us say, how do I know? How do I know? And the truth is, number one, you know it's the Holy Spirit, first of all, if it lines up with the Word of God. We can pretty much stop right there. You know it's the Holy Spirit if it lines up with the Word of God and what He's speaking to you and what He's telling you. If you have to change, erase, or ignore any part of the Word of God, then it's not the Holy Spirit speaking to you. He will teach us the truth. He will teach us through his Word. You know what amazes me? And I'm sure it's going to be this way until Jesus comes back or until um, I go home. You know, I, you know, I've read the Bible through I don't know how many times. I can't believe how many times on a daily, even weekly basis, I was like, how did I never see that before? It has never got boring. It's never got old. And then there's many times where I'll read, and the Holy Spirit reminds me of something that I forgot about. Or he'll bring something up through the word of God that I need at that moment in that time. He will teach us. The Holy Spirit will teach us and guide us through his word. He will teach us all things. Throughout our day, he teaches us. Like I said, when he's sanctifying us and he's teaching us, he'll teach us the way to live for Jesus. He'll teach us. He'll show us to trust him. And how do you know when it's him? Like I said, it's the word. And then many times, many times, as a matter of fact, almost every single time that I have felt the nudge of the Holy Spirit, Within a short amount of time, I got witness and was bore witness to the fact that that was the Holy Spirit. We'll know because he'll testify. He will testify of what he was saying to you, and he will show you that that was me. He will show you. And sometimes we learn it the hard way. Come on now. Sometimes we learn the hard way when we don't listen, and we're like, oh, I should have listened to that. That was the Holy Spirit. He's our teacher. He will teach us through speaking to us. He will speak to us. Listen, God is not silent today. He is not silent. 
He is still teaching us and speaking to us through his Holy Spirit. I'll never forget a lesson that Jesus taught me a, a long time ago. It was 20-something years ago. And I'll, I'll never forget this. Man, it just I can remember it like it was yesterday. And I was outside in my yard, and I was outside, and I was piddling around, and I think I just threw some burgers on the grill. And I was sitting there, and I just put them on, and I was like, you know, um, my from where my front front where I was standing to where my mailbox was was uh, probably from here to where Mark is standing there in the sound booth. And I just threw the burgers on. I was like, I think I'm going to go get the mail. And so I started walking, started walking through the yard, and I got halfway there. And I was like, I literally just like felt the Holy Spirit say, yes, get it later. And I'm like, that's weird. And I'm like, oh, well, turn back around. And when I got back to the spot where I took the first step to head that way, which was halfway, all of a sudden I heard a screech. I whipped around to see a vehicle slide up, go up the little incline, rip my mailbox out of the ground, go up in the air, land in my yard, and turn sideways and go into the woods next to my house. If I had not listened, I would be dead today. There was no way I would have survived that. Matter of fact, up to the, the reason why up to the mailbox was, it was like from the road and then it went up on a mound like this. My yard went up on a mound and then the, it was on that. That car hit that, man, that mound and launched through the air. And they had come up and they lost their brakes. I'm glad it wasn't my time. That taught me when I was young to listen to the Holy Spirit, even when it doesn't seem like it's a big deal. We need to listen to the teacher, the Holy Spirit, because he will speak to us. He'll lead us. God, it's at the worship team. Come up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, I want to ask first. We don't know how long we have. None of us are promised or guaranteed tomorrow or even the rest of the day. We don't know when that trumpet is going to sound and God's going to call up his people. We don't know the exact day or time. We don't know. But I do believe this. I believe that Jesus Christ with everything is calling everyone in this world to him. Calling everyone. And we had talked about Jesus a second ago and how his blood can wash away all of our past sin and how the Holy Spirit then, we can turn from that sin and the Holy Spirit will lead us and direct us into a new life. And if everybody just bow your heads and close your eyes. If you're in this place, listen, the Spirit of God has been in this place. You, you might have come in and, and you might say, well, I don't believe in God, I, or I believe in this, or I believe in that. 
But the one thing that you cannot deny is that the presence of the Lord has been in this place. Jesus loves you, and he died for you. And I'm just going to ask, if you're in this place, and you could say, I am not living for Jesus. I've got sin in my life. And today, I want all of that to change. I want to accept Jesus Christ. I want to accept that blood that he shed for me on the cross. I want a new life in him. If that's you, I just want to, I just want you to raise your hand. If there's anybody in here. Thank you. I see the hand. Anybody else? Anybody else? Say, that's me. I need Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. If we could just stand this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I just want to pray a simple prayer, and you repeat it after me. I think. Thank you, Jesus that I don't have to try to earn my salvation. But it's so simple. He says, all we have to do is confess him as our Lord and Savior, that he's God's only son whom God raised from the dead. And the Bible says when we do that, we will be saved. We will be saved. So if you could just repeat after me, and if you raise your hand in this place and, and you you, with your heart, you confess Jesus. The Bible says that you will be saved. Your sins will be forgiven. The Holy Spirit will be deposited in your life as a testimony, as a guide of the blood of Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you this morning, and I accept your one and only Son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. I believe that he died for me and then rose again on the third day. I ask that you forgive me of all my sins and lead me into a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we just give the Lord a hand just real fast? Just thank you. Listen, it's, it is a big deal when somebody comes to Jesus. It's a big deal in heaven, and it should be a big deal to us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, I want to open up the altars. If you're in this place... And you truly need, right now in this place, you're, you're looking for wisdom from the Holy Spirit. You need him to teach you. You might be searching for some truth. Or it might just be that many times in my life as I look back, sometimes I try to do things on my own and it just doesn't work out too well. 
And you might be in one of those times where you just once again need to surrender to the Holy Spirit in your life. You need to surrender to his guidance. Or maybe you need to come and confess because, honestly, you've been purposely ignoring what the Holy Spirit is telling you because you didn't want to do this or you didn't want to do that. But today, we're going to open up these altars. Whether it's in your seat, if you want to come and kneel, you want to pray at your seat, but we're just going to open up a time to where we can allow God to work in us. We can allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. I want to tell you something. I can't tell you how many times I've stood right here before anybody is in the office. And I come and I make my round and I just come right up to the altar. And nobody's here. I'm the only one here. I just lift my hands and I was like, oh, Holy Spirit, I need you today. Oh, Holy Spirit, I need you today. That needs to be our prayer every single day. Many of us haven't been living that way. We haven't been doing that. But let's make today of a, a commitment, a day of commitment, that we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and lead us in our daily life. It is, that is so biblical. When you look through the scripture, pick up your cross. I said, pick up your cross daily. It is not a once or twice week journey. It is an everyday journey with Christ. So as they just begin to sing, these altars are open. It just come, come in this place and just come down, kneel, whatever. You know, you know what's going on. And you might be that person that needs the love of God poured down in your life because you're going through some hard things right now. Come up here and ask him, and I promise you, he will pour out his love into your life.